to get it out again. Lovely run from right. Ross right. The big man's off. Oh, the Popo Club, the front. The other way, right. Good burst, too, from the Northlander, Ross right. And Ross right gets the ball. Hawkins inside. And then the late give. And hitting it at pace is Pryor. Carl Pryor on the inside. Here's right. Matthew right. 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 Right gets it away to Ranger. Turning it back on the inside. Oh, a brilliant ball to Matty Wright. He's got Gregory with him. Oh, that's a stunner. That is a brilliant try. Nicely for Deborah Sini into a hole. Pass back on the inside. And Matty Wright is in for another one. Uh, good evening, people. We're back. Couple teams been flat out over the uh, New Year's period. Just couldn't get any recordings in. The studio's been quite busy, so um, I've had to have a bit of a holiday just refresh from my podcasting career and um but I've made up for it today that break I've made up for it today I have a couple of the most notorious brothers that have played for the Northland Tanifa and what a day to do it it's Waitangi weekend what better than one white dude and a couple of Maldives to really chew the fat about some of the hard issues but without further ado I have the right brothers here for the Tannies we've got Maddie. He's played, obviously, for the Northland Tunnies. He also ventured over to France, played in the Pro D2 for Narbonne. And I know one of his uh, proudest moments is being in the Rodney Team of the Century. It's, it's iconic that we're out here in the Kuiper, in the Rodney region, where the, the Wright brothers are just from down the road in Wellsford. Oh, you know, there's no other picture he's set than I could have found. This is actually at Trev's house, where I resided when I first got to Northland, so... Cheers, Trev. But hey, boys, uh, let's start off when you're a bit younger, eh? Take us back to Wellsford and um, playing together. Start with you, Uncle Tuck. Um, yeah, so uh, I guess growing up in a small town, Wellsford, probably not so small now, but back then it was. Um, it's, it's the super city now, eh? Yeah, apparently, it's, as Auckland. apparently it's part of Auckland, so... Um, <laughs> But technically Northland still, um, yeah, I guess growing up as uh, kids in Wellsford was, you know, pretty um, small townish country sort of style. Um, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, probably didn't get into rugby till we were, what was it, 11, 12? Yeah. Um, yeah, we pretty much played soccer. <laughs> up until then, so um, fuck, it's, it's it's crazy. A lot of um boys that have played footy, eh? They they all start. A lot of them started at soccer, or the skillful ones, anyway, boys, eh? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mum yeah. wouldn't let us play a contact sport for <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah. For how yeah. long? Um, nah, yeah, it was sort of like we, I guess, grew up from five, you know, playing playing soccer, and um, I think we both played rugby at school, you know, you know, during lunchtime and. All that kind of stuff, yeah. and then all our mates were doing it, so we thought, you know, we wanted to play rugby, yeah. um, so we just ended up doing it. Um, first team was what Port Albert, yeah, Port Albert, Port Albert under thirteens. So was my first, my first crack at rugby. I don't know about you. Yeah, um, it was out Port Albert. I was, mm. I think I was in that same team with you, but we did that. We did that hucker with, with old Buck Shelford, remember that? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. It was for, for a TV ad or something, and, and hell, we were trying to do a hucker. What an honour. Any, yeah, yeah. any man that has fucking sacks teared open, eh? That's someone oh, you want to do a hucker mate. beside, there's no doubt. Legendary, eh? His, his money's literally leaking out of him, but he's still fucking got plenty. <laughs> Unreal. Well, yeah. we go from early, the early days when you're the boys are playing soccer, and, you know, I guess you're probably building up a bit of anger and whatnot, playing soccer because you really wanted to get to rugby eventually. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how I was there. Eh? Yeah. All those, like, <laughs> before you start playing rugby, a bit but of a build-up of anger and aggression, you just want to unleash it on someone. Well, most of our mates were playing rugby and we were over there playing soccer, you know. So. Yeah, and you're watching them, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get on that field and smack someone. What an honour. So what age did we get actually into rugby? Uh, for Tuck, so you would have been 13, and, and it was the same time, so it would have been two years he's under him but I, I don't like I was I was as tall as that crater crater space there well nothing's back, changed back when I was 11 same fucking size so 
there was there wasn't much anger built up for me. Um, I was just running, just running and running. Yeah, no, so um, I wasn't enjoying it for the first first few years, but I was just doing it because we were all doing it. You know, all the boys were doing it. Mm. I guess um, when we first started, it was more. It wasn't serious. It was more just for fun, and it was. So neither of you really had aspirations for Northland when you first. Did you used no. to watch the Northland games? Um, Uncle Stu, uh, um, yeah. he used to take us up to to the odd game. Well, he talks about taking us. I, I don't remember too many games, <laughs> but he talks about. Oh, he he's like, I did it, mate. Yeah. I took, I took yeah, his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'd catch up with him for a beer now, and he's like, oh, yeah, I used to take you guys up to, yeah. to watch this game here, and all this here and that. And I, was, right, I don't even remember it, but... um. Probably looking forward to just candy floss and bloody yeah, yeah. can of coke or something. Well, considering it never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, I, I do remember. Oh, yeah, okay, we've got yeah, some yeah, evidence yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of truth. Sorry, to Uncle Stu. Um, yeah. Sorry, brother. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty much. <laughs> I don't know if it was every year, but every time Northland played Southland. Yeah. Whether that was, you know, obviously it was always the home game. So whenever Northland played Southland at home, he'd take us up there and. And would watch those games, but yeah, there wasn't. It wasn't like we went every every weekend. You went fanatics hard out. Nah, nah. But yeah. you know, we were there and we were watching those games. But it wasn't like we were. You know, we had aspired to be in those teams. If you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't come until a little bit later. What age do you reckon that came? To wanting to just to be in Tony. Like, oh, yeah. um, I really want to be in Northern Tony. Oh, for me, it was probably end of high school. Yeah. So I sort of made the... Um, wow, that's pretty late, eh? Yeah. yeah, I made the Northland Academy um, while I was still in school. And then that's sort of when I guess I sort of had the the thought that I might be able to crack yeah. it into there one day. Yeah. Yeah. So some might say it's a bit late, but... Nah, it's, yeah. never, it's never too late, eh? especially if you got yeah. the drive to do it. Yeah. What about you, Matty? When did you th when did you start um, thinking? Yeah, so I was probably oh, probably a couple of years after Tuck, like seeing him and Rooster going from like Rodney College, then into like uh, Welsford playing for the Prems or the the B side, yeah. but then getting put into that um, the academy. I was like, fuck, these, you know, these fellas are fucking yeah. pretty on for... So it kind of took someone that you knew, yeah. like, with your mates to do it, before you were like, oh, maybe I can do it. Yeah, and then when when they made it, it was kind of like, fuck, we could, we could work a bit harder and me and a couple of the mates yeah. and try and get in there as well. And um, it didn't work. Uh, Jojo, Rennie's brother, got in. Yeah. Um, I think Simon Atkins may have got a little look in. But didn't I don't think he he went for it. But I, I didn't I didn't make it, and I was just like, ah, I just play club and just give it a good you know yeah just give it a crack only. Um, but didn't make the academy and. But that was all good. I like started for Welford and then uh, for the bees and just playing and I was still that small, young fella in the team and just had a bit of gas. So I was just running, just running around people. And yeah. Just trying to use my gas to. To um, oh bro, you know, and you, and a lot of people probably don't respect your speed. You're low key, one of the more faster cats I've ever played with. But the only I, I remember like the only little legs there. Uh, fuck, it must be like a blur when you're running. But I remember one time when Bryce Heem got a um intercept or something like that, and he's he's taken off, and you know Bryce he was at his peak so at that yeah. stage. He was New Zealand sevens and this and that. And I just seen this little brown flash. <laughs> I didn't even remember this game. Carry on. You, oh, bro, he went. He went about forty meters. I think he was going. He thought he was going to take take it to the crib yeah. and finish it. <laughs> yeah. And he felt something nipping around the old ankles. Yeah. And I only you cut him down from behind. And I was like, oh, you know, I still remember that. It was impressive. And I, that's when I was like, man, I remember heaps of the boys were even saying, like, fuck, Maddie's fucking absolutely rapid. Eh? Was <laughs> it the mouldy flash? That's the little mouldy flash, bro. Sure, it wasn't Fidia Melter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> he, he comes <laughs> out every podcast, bro. <laughs> that, that replicates what, what a goatee was. Yeah. yeah.
He was on the other side, on the yeah. other wing, I'm pretty sure. But, um, yeah, bro, keep, keep going with where you're at because um, oh, yeah. just want um, to get on your speed so just, there. Just carried on with that, um, the Welsh of Bees. Just, yeah, like I say, just young. And back then the Bees was just full of, like, older guys that were sort of on their way out. Um, and for us younger fellas, we could sort of take advantage of that, I suppose. And get around them and whatnot, um, and then ended up making the the Northland um, under 18s, but kind of only just like they had a, they pretty much had a team an under 18s team, that was filled with academy players. Yeah. Um, but there was a couple of us boys, <coughs> a couple of us boys uh, from Welshwood that weren't in the academy, but we made their under 18s. Um, yeah, it's mean coming in from the outside. Yeah, eh? and I, it was probably because there wasn't. Um, there wasn't like that So from Rodney Your next step is just straight to Tony. Senior rugby yeah, You know yeah. what I mean uh, yeah, yeah. Um, But if you're up in Whangarei I think at the time you're Out of school you go to Like under 18s or Something like that back then Yeah um, So so you just wouldn't have played in the same team When it was age group eh Tux. No mm. I'm older. a couple of years older Well yeah, right. year yeah. and a half older so so you just would have reunited at Prems, well, said Prems first? Yeah, there was, um, so these fellas had, had left school already, they were playing for Wellsford, and yeah, me and the, the other guys that were my age were just going through that Rodney College thing, and I remember one game we had, a, um, it was Rodney College versus Mahurangi at the Wellsford rugby fields, and we were like a curtain raiser for the Wellsford Bees, and then... Oh, Curtain razor for the bees, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, but for for us, you know, we just yeah, hard, oh, we, we're going to end up there eventually, and we knew most of the players and, and the yeah. bees, and um, so we we played and we we beat Mahu back then. We didn't beat them too often, but we beat them that game. Um, I think it, there was like five points in it or something, but we got that, and then um, the bees were they were up next. And I remember. I think it was Haggis. He came and hit me up after the game. Oh, bro, do you want to jump on the bench for the bees? Yeah. Uh, we're short a player or something. Oh, yeah, sweet, all good. So he jumped on the bench and the bees played. Oh, it was Welsford versus Oda that day. Yeah. Um, the bees. I was on the bench for the bees and but ended up coming on at like half time. One of the old boys went down. Um, and Welsford was pretty good then. The, the B side, we were, they well, they were winning games. Yeah. Um, so heaps of conversions, but they weren't, they were getting none of them. Uh, <laughs> heaps of tries, um, but getting no conversions. Um, and, and one of them said, oh, fuck, Maddie, do you know how to kick? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give it a crack. Yeah, sweet. So I started kicking and managed to score a couple of tries in the second half, kicking goals. And Speaking of your kicking goals, didn't you end up <laughs> in taking like 10 shots for the tunnies and, um, you were 100% success rates, weren't you? Uh, Most of your shots were when I was um, sent off the field for some sort of thuggery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was, I think I was three in front, three out wide, six from six. And then the game, you got sent off. Um, I had a couple. Appreciate but, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was that for? Slapdown? <laughs> Intentional oh, yeah. slapdown? Yeah, that's right. I was going for an intercept. That's a good memory. Yeah. And the old ref called it a slap down. I was like, I think it's even you, if I caught the ball, I wasn't going all the way anyway. So. You, you knew you knew the ref personally, though. Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, I'll Ben O'Keefe. Shout out, my man. Dan Hawkins again. I, I was ropeable. You gave me a yellow that day, though. Eh? Yeah. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, hopefully he remembers back to the, my younger days when he used to ref me and I was a little fella. <laughs> but he looked me straight in the eye. He was like, you're off, bro. I was like, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah, you were ropeable. And then I was fucking like, oh, hang on. Fuck, who's going to play 10 now? Uh-oh. Maddie's in there. You're in a 10. Oh, fuck, what's the calls again? <laughs> Pretty sure you run a clinic, though, yeah, and you, no, you nailed all your kicks. Got the fours to pick and go for fucking 10 minutes. What did you end up in your Mitre 10 career? Um, goal kicking percentage? Goal kicking. You only oh, missed one, maybe, yeah. I think I, I think I missed... There was a couple. Um, I can I can, I can can remember a couple that, that I missed, but... Um, oh, bro. Yeah, what was it like? It might have been 12... Maybe ten out of twelve. Like, yeah. I don't think you actually get an official stat until you've kicked twenty. You just compute that. I think we're sitting around eighty-five percent there. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'll yeah. tell you, would. Yeah, it's about that. 85, 85.5. But um, 
Yeah, before before we move on to obviously your legendary Tunnies careers for the both years, um, but you're not the only rights with a bit of uh, sporting talent. I know Chanel, your sister, New Zealand Rugby League, and she played a bit of rugby union, type was saying, played for Auckland as well. It must be, um, what, was she jumping in on the game? Did you play much in the backyard and shit, and was she jumping in? You were playing soccer, eh, I guess. Yes. <clears throat> so she... She used to play soccer as well, all the way up until, I guess, she was at high school. And then yeah. she she wanted to, you could definitely tell that she wanted to play those contact sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, she had that aggression yeah, built up she, as well. Like, she played netball as well, but um, I think it was sort of similar to how we played soccer and she played netball. Yeah. She wanted to play rugby. and, and You all just wanted to yeah. actually play rugby and yeah. Yeah. crack people, eh? Yeah. 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 Um, so she, I think she played rugby quite early in in the in the high school days. Um, she did quite well for herself as well. Yeah. Um, um, what made New Zealand? How did she make New Zealand? The New Zealand team was that from Union or did she play for um, club league? Yeah, that, that was through league. Um, but yeah, she she played for Rodney College. Um, the, the girls team obviously um and she went she went pretty good and then she went she went down to to the shore after school like when she'd finished it up at school yeah um and i think she jumped she jumped over to league then eh i think she was playing league when she was still at school eh oh fuck she found league yeah, somehow yeah yeah so she was playing at Oh, quite a high level at quite a young age. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, then, she was playing for the. Uh, it was the Northcote Tigers, the the women's team. Yeah. And she was she was going right, but I think back then, uh, with with league and union, back when she was playing. Yeah. Like, if you were good at rugby, it doesn't matter union or league. If you're yeah, you good can, at rugby, you can transfer yeah, quite yeah, easily. Like I think she was playing, um, Saturday union, yeah. and then Sunday yeah, league. Sunday league. Yeah. Um and. She was just going through it. She made the Auckland, yeah, the Auckland NPC Legend. team back then. She was an outside um, backer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was out on the wing as well. It's hectic how a family can have, like, two outside backs and then a front row. But mind you, because I heard you used to you used to be the one that was, like, a bit more nimble and uh, skillful back in the day. And Maddie was um, just a little <laughs> shrimp. Here's just basically a little shrimp. <laughs> Pretty much, eh? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> oh, just had my ear down in Wellsford and made a few yarns. Mum spreading yarns. I used to kick goals back in the Cullum Cup days too, but I was never no good. But Yeah, because you know. I, I think it was more people were amazed you're a front rower now because you're quite, well, even in, when you were in the front row, you're, you're a skillful player. Used to run some good lines and whatnot. Oh, we still, before we get to those Tunnies days and we get there, I see uh, Maddie's still a bit butt hurt by the, by the rumours going around Northland. <laughs> I believe them there. But, um, we've also, um, speaking to your siblings, we've got your other brother Ashton, who's um, disabled, and uh, I know he's special to you boys. Um, like, talk to us, because Tuck, Tuck said what he's got, and it's, I've never heard of it before, so obviously it's a pretty rare case, and um, yeah. I know you boys, how much you love him. Well, not how, how's that been with him? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you obviously spoken to Tuck about it before, but um, it's so it's a it's a thing called Angelman syndrome. Um, and yeah, born born with it. Um, I think is yeah twelve. I don't want to get too deep into it, but yeah, yeah, missing a chromosome or something. Um, yeah. And um, so he'll you pretty much you're gonna grow up and not. So he can't read, can't talk, yeah. um, can't write, and and you know all those sort of sorts of things. And I think back then they they had a bit of a a lifespan of of kids that were born with Angelman syndrome. Um, right. And I remember them saying thirteen years. What his, his yeah. life expectancy yeah. was thirteen. Life years. expectancy was thirteen yeah. years. Um, wow. And he turned thirty, so he he smashed it. He smashed it really. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the destroyed it. Yeah, boy, that's wicked. And he's still healthy. Because, um, yeah, still he wasn't healthy. even supposed to walk. So like, a lot of it was because of the organs. If you can't walk, then you're just yeah. 
a bit sort yeah, of you're crunched yeah, over yeah, you're a bit crunched over like, properly, yeah. and all that kind of stuff but um wow. i guess through like physiotherapy and yeah that right manner yeah he obviously had plenty of that yeah and dad sort of put a lot of time into trying to yeah teach him how to walk and yeah work it yeah. and i guess from that that sort of made his life expectancy a little bit longer and, and now he's just obviously he can't talk and he can't communicate with people but you know he, he can walk now yeah um, yeah so he's, he's doing good he's doing good yeah, he's doing real good one, one of the one of the side effects to angelman syndrome is that they they get excited like happy yeah over like almost nothing so they'll see trees Man, blowing, yeah. trees blowing in the wind, and they they just love it. They just love movement and motion. Oh, at least you can. So it definitely takes some solace in that, eh? That, oh, he, yeah. that he's actually enjoying life. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And it, so he's he's always beautiful. happy. He's always got a smile on his face. Yeah. Um, and Fair, just yeah. you, you you know, for us playing rugby in that, yeah, we're fortunate. We're we're lucky to yeah. to just be able to run around, you know, mm. and run around with our mates. Yeah. And I guess so, like, as as kids, it was a little bit harder because. Definitely, we I didn't know how that. to um, like how to take like people staring at him and when he was yeah, making all his yeah. funny noises and as he does, but like so you're going to be protective brothers at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. but now as, as we're older, you know, that's our brother and that's what he does and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a ledge. He's a ledge. So. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, he's doing well. He's doing well, bro. Mm. Nah, I bet he's I bet he's very proud of his siblings, bro. Yeah. You know, the legendary right brothers, and he, he is one of them. He yeah, is one yeah. of the legends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's ah, it's not in the chat about him. Um, we'll go, we'll, we'll move forward towards Jatani's career. Um, obviously, we've got Uncle Tuck, he's played over 100, and I, there hasn't been that many that have done it. And um, we touch on that first because we're in the Northland gym now, we've got every single centenarian on the wall with photos of them and stuff. It's, it's dope to look up at when you're doing a set, especially when I'm doing a massive set, squats or something. Squat rack, eh? And I'm struggling to get that, that I'm 90 right up. I'm right there yeah, in front of you're, you. Fortunately, you're right in front of the squat, squat rack, but and I, and my legs are shaking. I just fucking send one eyeball up, yeah. and there he is, bro. And pop, that squat's finished. Yeah, beauty, Got 60 kilo, lovely. Box, box squat too. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go too low. Eh? But um, what about for you, Tuck? What was that to make a hundy? Because I know. Growing up here, it probably even means more, you know. Yeah, bro. It's um. Obviously, now that I'm finished, it's it's quite um cool to look back and and sort of know that that I'm in that sort of that group that have played a hundred games. Um, Hard. But in saying that, it was never a, it was never something that I wanted to just go out there and achieve. It was yeah. You know, I, I just went out there to play rugby and and just have fun. Um, but to to obviously to be there, it's pretty special, bro. And um, there's some legendary names up there. Hard out. Um, and and bro, there's gonna be legendary names that are still still to be up there. You know what I mean? So. And saying that, it's gonna get hundred. It's gonna get very much be tough to start getting a hundred because the the comp's shorter. Yeah. They used to pump out a lot of games in a short amount of time. Now we've got ten games a year, eleven if you make. Uh, quarters 12 if you make semis and 13 if you make finals so yeah. 100 games probably you know it's going to be 10 years at least to get there without injuries and that so yeah bro and and players are going overseas a lot more exactly, frequently yeah. now which Very makes true. it even harder um i'm guessing back in those days you know people players didn't go overseas like they do now so uh, you have to jump on an old fucking cruise ship eh? <laughs> yeah take you a year to get there beauty but yeah oh, Hundred percent, but um, man, even just like Norman Berryman, the Goings, all that you know, some of the, not not only just Northland legends, yeah, but New Zealand, legends, New Zealand so, yeah. and also characters, you know, yeah. especially Storm and Norman from the yarns I've heard about him. But um, yeah, it's hectic. And obviously, Matty, you played your fifty, and um, even fifty, fifty, like for me as well, that was that was a huge honor. Like you don't know if you're yeah. gonna make a hundred, but getting the fifty, like yeah. that's a big enough achievement, let alone a hundred. You know, how did was that for you? Yeah, bro, that was that was cool. Um, like you say, the fifty, you just you just don't know. Like I started, I started um, my first year for Northland when I was twenty four, so probably a bit late. 
compared to, to other fellas around. Um, and I was just just taking each game each year as it came sort of thing. Wasn't wasn't yeah. thinking too much about it. Um, but yeah, got got close to the fifty and just just had to go again. Um, but yeah, there's there's a few yarns about that too. Like I wouldn't have wouldn't have been able to sign for Northland on my last year. Um, just couldn't have done it financially that I was getting yeah. more money working. Especially since you got three so, children. Yeah, and yeah. I'd taken a year off um, the year before that. So to come back, try and come back, and it was going to be minimum. I was like, oh, um, can't really do it. Yeah, three kids and mortgage and all that. Um, but, yeah, Tuck actually jumped in and sacrificed a bit of his contract. Um Ah, that's right. For me to, to to bump my contract up a little bit. That's dope. Which um which it just me- it meant a little bit more as well, you know. For you sure. know, somebody else is out there. He, he had to he still had to pass a fitness test to get a certain yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah um, that's right. Are always on your back about fitness, are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Never ending. Yeah, rubber sacks and all. Um, <laughs> still, Story of my life. Years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that answers the question. No, they still do it to them these nah. days. Oh, that's wicked, um, though. But wow. yeah, so he he passed his fitness test and and um and managed to chuck a few dollars my way, um, which got got me through that last year, um, and yeah, like I say, it just made the the fifty, um, even more, um, just just better, just appreciated it a whole lot more, and um, was that the year that you were going to get a hundred as well? Like, there's a good chance when yeah. You... So my hundred games was his fifty. Obviously. That's so, right. It was too a um, famous one over Taranaki. Yeah. So which which made it even car. more special, bro? Like, yeah. Um, you know, obviously playing a hundred games is cool, but having my little brother there, hard. Um, getting his fifty, um, along with two other boys, a eh? yeah, sock Gosh, and cutter, goody. Oh, two other um, goats. and goody as well. And goody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it was pretty cool, eh? It was a um, heck of a do that night too. I remember yeah. now. Yeah. I just remember. Yeah. Which um, was cool, bro. It wasn't just about me that day. It was, um, yeah. The boys ran out. Um, so yeah, it was. So the team ran out. Yeah, and then us boys with our fifties, we ran out. Uh, we, we just ran out as just together. Us, so me, sock, cutter, and goody. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah. Uh, give him a clap for 50 games yeah sweet but then we joined that we we made a little tunnel for your brother yeah. for for tuck to run out with with kaimani and require um for his hundred so that was pretty cool we could go out first give us a little clap yeah 50 beauty but then we line up and then tuck runs out and he gets the big yeah as you do eh? yeah. you get 100 and the tunnies don't lose when uh, when a lad gets to 100 eh? yeah, shit, no. we could have lost every game that season if it's someone's hundredth yeah, could be anyone in front of us, and we're getting that. Cause I knew, no, for your one, we've got a good win. And the year Rooster, his hundredth, we hadn't won a game that year. Next minute, you know, we thrashed the guys that won it. And you know, I think that's what what it means to the boys. It's niggly that it takes someone to get to a hundred for, you know, in those years to get a decent performance. But yeah. that's the tightness and the closeness of the tunnies. Um, you know, it's um. They'll, 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 I know all the younger boys, including myself, will always step up when it's the, the legends. Yeah, yeah. When the legends are getting a milestone. Yeah, right. And um, yeah, yeah, I've only been there for three: Bronny, Tuck, and Rooster, and all three have won. So, um, and some of them have been in tough seasons. Speaking of that, obviously, we've been in the tunnies. There's been tough seasons. There's been the good, the bad, the ugly. You know. Mm. Um, you know, and uh, you've been through it, including myself, for a lot of them. But um, like for me, I'm like, I'm kind of glad we went. We had one season we didn't win a game all year, and we yep. were beat up. We had a lot of injuries, and um, for me, I'm glad we I went through it. And I know you're there, and I know there was a lot of boys: Sam Knock, Josh Good, you, Tom Robinson. Yep. And like, I feel like now that they went through that and, and took all that punishment and got copped all that shit, now they're leaders at the Blues. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. They're super rugby leaders. Tom's captain. Joshy's, you know, he's a leader in there. I, I know all the Tunnies boys are captain. And I feel like that was a part of it, you know. We got brought down to our knees for a bit there, but it makes you a better man. What, what, how did you fellas? I know you found it a bit tough, Maddie, at one stage, especially on the social media. 
he started commenting back to everyone that was commenting on the uh, the Tunnies page. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, he had a guts full. Yeah, just just had enough, and and but got put into line pretty quick from from people at at, uh, at the union. Um, but it, it was a tough year. It was a fucking tough year, and because there was a few games that we, we'd worked so hard preseason, and mm. we'd come from a good good year in twenty fourteen. Mm. Um, to we'd brought in a new game plan, and we and but we'd and worked hard. And, I think we were. Because two fourteen, we made the semis with no super players. Yeah. Next minute, our, both of our coaches got poached. You know, we lost Tane, after like a few yeah. of our star players were kind of victims of our own success in that year, and then mm. all hell broke loose the next year. Yeah. Twenty fifteen. Yeah. It just uh, we just we were just behind the ball. A eh, really the the whole season, the game one, we just it was a shield match versus uh, Hawks Bay down yeah. in Napier. Um, and just didn't even turn up. And then, yeah, the rest of the season, we just we just couldn't catch up. Yeah. Um, Should we, uh, speaking of that Shield match <laughs> that we played down in Hamilton at um, 7.30 that night, and we um, ended up bussing home that night at 1 o'clock. This is 2013. Yeah, yeah this, this is 2013, years yeah, we, ago. Let's go back. Yeah, 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 yeah 2013, yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> so we yeah. get back to the Northland house. There used to be a house they rented out. For the Tunnies boys. Well, let's start before that. Yeah, we'll take us back, Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a we had a shield challenge against Waikato down there. Um, you know, big occasion. Um, obviously we lost. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, like, there was nothing really prepared for after for the bus trip. So there was no, you know, we were literally just driving straight home afterwards. You know. Yeah. So there was no beers on the bus. There was nothing like that. Dry as an Arab's armpit. Yeah. 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 Um, and then and then we got to the Tunny's house, which you can carry on with. Yeah. Well, we got there, and <laughs> obviously we were struck probably one in the morning, and then we're just getting started at one. So, and then you know, Uncle Rooster bought a few hot bottles and and whatnot around four, just like that. It was the next day. It was two o'clock the next day, and we had recovery. Yeah. Um, man. That, that recovery will go down. It's legendary recovery in Tony's history. Mm. I remember we were driving Rooster. And, uh, this, is, this is years ago. But I was still in my number ones from the night before. And when I turned up the recovery in my number ones, God bless Uncle Rooster Ranger. Um, got oh, brother, no, nah, you can't go in in that. Gave me a pair of his old stubbies, one of his old hunting singlets. Rolled <laughs> way too big for me. Rolled in there and we still had the boil up from the night before. There's a boil up in the car and I grabbed that. Rolled into recovery with a pot of boil up and <laughs> some stuffy, some stuffies in one of Rooster's hunting tops. Wow, I shitting myself too, yeah. hiding in the corner of the pool. Oh. And, um, but you know that was, you know, it's it crazy how far the tunnies have came since then. Um, at least you and made it's it been to some recovery, wild, eh? yeah. At least we, but yeah. that's been. No, I can't say no I shit. Eh? Didn't make it to recovery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, that's Uncle probably, didn't yeah, make Matt's it. House on the on the bed somewhere. Yeah, on the couch, yeah. And I yeah. think Matt, uh, Matty, you cop you copped a suspension for drinking that night. Hey, <laughs> anyone yeah. else got off? Yeah, so we had the old. Uh, <laughs> I was with them. The physio bloody uh, read, read out <laughs> yeah, the injury tuck, list. Uncle Tuck, the right boys. Physio read out the injury list, and I I cramped through that game, so I got put on the no alcohol list. And fuck, oh. it, well, there was such a big build up to that. To that Ranfilly Shield match, yeah, my, my first, and just we'd we'd built it up so much, and but we lost. Uh, but I, you know, I went off for cramps, and I thought, Fuck, surely, surely can have a beer after this just to <laughs> just to wind down. Nah, I'm on the list. Nah, but so I got back to Whangarei and couldn't help yourself. Yeah, couldn't help myself, bro. <laughs> Murdered the first space that was in sight. Yeah. That's right. Saw saw Dubs yet. At the gym the next day, and he had asked me. He was, <laughs> he was so close to my face. He asked, "Did you drink last night?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can smell the liquor <laughs> on the breath. Eh? <laughs> oh God, Jim V, on my breath. I'm like, nah, oh, I had one. I said to him, "Fuck yeah, sweet, that, that's enough to get, buddy." Two games, two but, games suspension. Also. Little did you two know games, the skullduggery yeah. that was going on the night before. Eh? Two games. I can lease the problems. 
But it was cool, like, it was shit to get stood down, but it was cool, like, Fids came in after that. Yeah, fuck. And, bro, he nah. carved up, man, and it was it was pretty cool to see. Um, Fids, Fids went mean. That's one of the, the dope things about the Tunnies. Like, as you said, that's someone that's going for your position, but I think the love's that is that tight, you know. You're happy for the boys that yeah, get a shot in front of you, you know. Yeah. And you're like, we're out. There's not many teams that I've been in anyway where I've been happy for any dude to chuck my jersey on, that's for sure, mm. you know. Yeah, me, me and Fids did a little bit together for, for a while before that, before we'd both made Northland. You know, we'd played Maldi's Colts. Yeah. Um, the Northland Maldi's, the, the senior team, and and then we'd both made the, the squad and then we both got contracts kind of thing. So we were kind of working together. Um, and yeah, it was it was it was cool to see him get in and, and go well. That's wicked because yeah. you know I don't know if that would happen in a lot of provinces. Yeah, you know, dudes in the same posse, actually teaming up and trying to get better, and being happy for each other when one one of them got the start and whatnot. Yeah. But um, I'll start with you, Maddie. We'll, we'll get back. You know that obviously a legendary Tony's career, plenty of yarns in it. We can't go through them all. We've only got a certain amount of time, but um. You ended up having a look in France and Narbonne um, in the Pro D2. Tell us about that because I know it didn't all go to plan. And, um, you know, it was a bit of a horror story in the end on some in some assets of it. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, that year, 2015, for the Tunnies, um, where we didn't win a game, um, the, the last game of that, that season, we played North Harbour down in North Harbour. And... Um, I went okay. I played played right that game, and um, a guy Dan Hallengahu, who I think he's 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 with the Blues. He's with the Blues. I ain't coaching the Blues now. But at the time he coach. was um, assistant coach for North Harbour, um, but he'd been going back and forth um, from Narbonne playing to North Harbour playing right. sort of back and forth and 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 over in Aussie as well, um, and then I think he was kind of like a player coach at Narbonne. Um, but still coming back to North Harbour. Uh, but anyway, he he'd he'd seen the game and we we're up we we're upstairs at the after match and he um, is this this game where you scored a hat trick? <laughs> no. Oh, hang on, we almost, no, no, no. We almost went over that. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Back to that this game. <laughs> you probably all remember it. But, you know, young Matty Wright, three tries versus a decent Harbour team. One was a chip and chase to himself, caught it. I think he hurdled two blokes, whacked the other guy and yeah, took it to the crib for his hat trick. Made a couple All Blacks look silly along the way. And um <laughs> Yeah, fuck no wonder no wonder you got a sniff from, from Helen Gahu. Yeah, you didn't I should have just said it was that game. Yeah, no, um yeah. It, it definitely wasn't that game and I don't that's not, that's not how I scored those three tries either, but um, 2015, yeah, played alright in that game, and um, and uh, and Helen Gahu hit me up at the after match and and uh, asked if I'd be keen to give this little France gig a crack, um, and I, I think I was at that time I was sort of ready, not not because of the that season that we had, um, but I was ready to. Of, like I say, I, I had my first game 2012, I was 24. Yep. Um, so I was getting on, I was sort of at the, at, at the end of 20 and um, in my 20s, um, and and wanted to give um, overseas a crack. Yeah, um, I had had two young kids at the time, mm. so uh, yeah, it would have been pretty cool to. So you're, you're envisioning the, the dream go to France, yeah, take the missus and the kids, and yeah, just and live a different lifestyle for a bit. Yeah, it, so like you said earlier, it was a pro D two team. Um, yeah, still a good grade of footy and still. still oh yeah, yeah, still still good good rugby. Um, and the coin would have ended up being the the season's longer. Um, and obviously opposite with with winter and, and summer yeah. and that. But um, you had um, you had a few boys from New Zealand in that team, right? Yeah. Pity, Pity yep. Yeah, Pity, uh, Namir, yeah. Stephen Brett was there. Oh, he um, some goats in there, man. Yeah, bro, and there's a couple others, a couple Aussie boys. Um, Louis Edmonds, he played here, he had a few caps for Aussie as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 
but yeah, um, so got over there with with uh, my wife and two kids, and it was like I say, it was similar money to to Northland, but just wanted to go for the experience, just get overseas and, and just experience. Something. Yeah, the geezer. Yeah, um, but yeah, it, when I got over there, um, bit of bit of shit hit the fan, and um, the yeah, the old CEO got got the sack. Um, new new guy come in. He was a Frenchie, and the coaches got booted and brought in some French coaches and stuff. Um, so, so us, us foreigners, I won't, won't just say us Kiwis. There's a few of the Aussie boys, and um, so you got signed by a group of coaches and stuff, and they were gone pretty much by the time you got there. Yeah, bro. It was like within oh. a week, um, they had all gone. A couple of them had already been back. They they were back in Aussie, um, and we were just sitting there like. Um, like Pity and um, um, Namir Tialato and that, they'd, they'd been in France for a few years already. Yeah. Um, so they... They knew the ways of they, they were a little bit more, yeah, more clued on. I was, I was, I'd only been there for a week. So I was just like, what, yeah. what's going on here? Um, but yeah, so we sort of got pushed to the to the outside, you know, the outer, outer side of the squad. Yeah, but it kind of made us tight. You know, as, as, as a group boys. of foreigners, yeah. you mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the foreigners got getting pushed out, but um, I stuck I stuck through it for that year, um, and and no regrets, bro. I, you know, it was it was an experience for sure. Um, Renee, my wife Renee, ended up well. We we found out sort of a couple of months into it that she was pregnant with our third, um, so she she ended up flying home back here. Uh, like six months into it, yeah, um, and finished off the the pregnancy and had had baby over here, um, yeah. which I was lucky enough to fly back for and Hard. got 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 a bit of family time. I just say I remember um, just feeling there was a little bit of a lack of caring from the French from Narbonne side. I remember you saying you went to the airport and they spelt your baby's name wrong yeah. on like the part uh, on the visa eh? yeah. So you just had a massive. Yeah. It was Renee had a big delay at the airport trying to sort the visa issue. Yeah. And just, then, yeah, just little things like that, you know, like it's not hard to. No, nah, spell the name right. Yeah, out. like we'll send the names and all that through in an email. You, you know, you, you put that on the ticket kind of thing. But. But yeah, yeah I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to bag, Frenchies or France too much. No. Nah, it was nah. still still a, a wicked experience. Um, yeah. Managed to get a white Christmas over there with the family and, and can't that. say that anymore, Matty. Now <laughs> 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 um, nah, you can say it you want. Yeah, it's your yeah, damn yeah, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah what well, hang out with the white people with What's the the lady? <laughs> yeah. mm. Everyone could hang out. <laughs> uh, white, white, white Christmas is different, mate. But um Yeah. That uh, was good, it was good, good experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, you're you're kind of man that definitely um is grateful and doesn't you know you let bygones be bygones. I know you had a bit of a hard time there and um yeah and but as you said, eh, hey, you, sometimes you gotta go through that shit, eh? Especially, yeah, yeah. especially on the other side of the world. Yeah, bro. It's daunting, bro. Yeah, it was it was yeah. There were there were tough times for sure, tough days. Yeah. Especially having a family, eh, and yeah. whatnot. Ha- having the family there and just trying to be, you know that that man the. The, the father of you know that they yeah, they yeah, they bro, flew heavy, you know that's heavy yeah. halfway over the world halfway around the world to support you and support then me like, to play rugby yeah um, I got you but yeah and then then they flew home which was just as hard I was there for another few yeah. months on my own um while you know Renee was here with hard three out. kids uh, with a newborn shot Renee but um yeah yeah jeez yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> <Thank a legend. laughs> um Let's go to you, Tuck. Obviously, you've stayed. You've stayed pretty um, loyal to New Zealand. What do you do? You, do you wish you went overseas, or obviously you're Tani's legend? You probably wouldn't give that back for anything, eh? You might not have made a hundred if you went overseas. So, you, what what um, do you watch your thoughts on that? Nah, I don't. To be honest, bro, I don't um, regret going overseas at all. Um, I wouldn't have had the career in New Zealand that I had. Um, Regret not going overseas. Yeah, 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 and 
to be fair, if I did go, if I had have gone overseas, I wouldn't have um, probably made the teams that I had done. Like obviously oh, yeah. playing for the Blues and and the Māori All Blacks was that means any that means way more than any yeah, amount bro. of money. Yeah. Um, well, for me, it does. Hundred percent. Yeah. So to no to answer your question, I, I don't regret going overseas at all. Um, yeah. If anything, it Not just sure sort of makes my my career a little bit more special. <clears throat> Sorry, just had a quick slash and a quick piss break, but um, yeah, fuck. It's, it's not many guys that don't go overseas this day, these days that have the talent that you had. But um, as you said, let's move on to obviously you reap the dividends of staying here and made the New Zealand Maldives. What, what did that mean to you? Um, bro, that was actually one of the the best um, highlights of my career, to be honest. Um, like that, that team... In itself is um, is legendary, you know, and it's it's quite an honour to to represent that team, bro. Um, not just not just the jersey, but the people, the culture, um, stuff like that, you know. It's um, I guess it's a jersey that that only we can re represent as as, as, as Maori. Actual, yeah. As I've said, you're the second New Zealand Māori boy that's been on here. And as we said, it's um, it's a massive honour for uh, for you boys. And uh, as I said in the other one too, I, I know I heard you say it in your article when you retired. You said it would have meant more to be a New Zealand Māori than being an actual All Black. So, and you can you can tell, you know, you can tell. Um, well, well, there's some All Blacks that don't even get to play for that team. You know what I mean? That that are Māori because. Yeah. They're always in the in the, in the All Blacks. Yeah. So, yeah. They're probably like, fuck. Probably not even keen to make the ABs that year, eh? Guess the crack. Any mouldy jersey. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. a predicament to have, yeah. eh? Far out. But, uh, but right, it was, it was, um, it was quite a, a goal to, to make that team since, since first playing for Northland. So, when it did happen, probably what, Eight nine years later, yeah, it just made it that bit more special that it had taken so long to actually crack it. Yeah, speaking, and, and, and I felt that I, I I had actually earned the jersey for through, sure, through performance. If you know what I mean, it's it's funny you say that because I was um I was looking through through a few both of your highlight reels before this, where it's just having a geese and stuff, and um like I noticed the year that you made, we haven't gone to the Blues yet, but. That year when you made Blues and New Zealand Maldives, even looking at the highlights, bro, you looked, you looked fit, fittest I've ever seen you. And, um, you could tell because then you could unleash all your skills and all your lines. Do, but do you feel you, I feel like, I'll be real, I, I feel like you weren't at the start when I was with you at the Tunnies, you weren't that fit. And then that one year, I'm pretty sure you went for the, you were going to go for the cops, maybe, and you got, you got fit. And then next minute, bro, your blues, New Zealand Maldives. Like, do you do you feel like that way? That that fitness has been a big thing, or? Bro, I hundred percent think that the fitter you are, the 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 better you play, um, and just the better you feel in your own self as when you're playing. If you know what I mean, like you yeah. just feel like you're that extra little bit lighter, and you're running it up, you're running around a little bit faster, and and stuff like that. Um, and saying that probably 2015, 16, um, I didn't have my best years in terms of like, I wasn't really enjoying um, the game, the rugby. And, yeah. and you know, we we had a change of coach 2015. Yeah, yeah. 16, which I'm not blaming was for the, the lack of performance, but um you know coaches have their their players that they they like and they don't like and and I feel like I was a bit on the out of that that those two years yeah um which sort of probably made when I was playing um I probably wasn't as enthusiastic and and keen to and 
and I was quite happy for for you know twenty seventeen to roll around and 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 that's sort of when um I had a big shift in, in terms of playing and and I guess making the blues came off the back of that twenty seventeen year, which I felt um I had a pretty good year. Yeah. Um personally. And 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 as a team we, we did all right. I think we made semis. Yeah, that was the main year. Yeah. 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 So um Yeah, bro, it's because uh, I could tell them when you were at your fittest, you know, it almost makes me wonder sometimes if you got fit like really early, like you could you know, it might have even been an all black fucking jersey wedding, but you know. Such as such as life, bro. bro it is a, and, and I've heard that through my whole career, pretty much. You know. Oh, true. Yeah. Well, fitness, nice fitness has always been a work on, bro, and it's, yeah, it's tough it's, for a big it, man. Eh? It's quite hard, tough to hear when you when people say that because you know what could have been. But yeah, obviously but you never know. That, but yeah. And saying that, bro, I'm I'm happy with my with fucking with eh. my career and what Definitely, I achieved, bro. bro so, so you should yeah, be. Yeah. Um. But that was a cool year for me, 2017, because I that was my first year back from france yeah going through all of that all of those hard times over there and um while i was over there i actually messaged dubsy and i asked them you know if, if there's any spots available back at the tunnies and he was like ah oh, fuck let me go back to to george nah it was dale at the time 2017 yeah. dubsy and dale um let me go have a yarn and I'll get back to you. And then like a week later, yeah, mate, hey, we've got a um we've got a contract for you. Um, but you need to be back in the country by this date, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. So it all worked out for my contract in France when that was finished. So you could just switch. Yeah. So got across. home from France, um, and I was allowed to play a few games of club. It wasn't many, but it was it was enough. Um, and then straight into the tunnies. Um, but yeah, that was cool, man. That was like, I went from like, like, oh, bro, I was struggling in France on yeah. my own, not getting, not getting um, named in the team. Yeah. Didn't even, didn't, wasn't even required at training. Cause, Actual, they just said, don't even bother because, out the training. Yeah, the, the way that it worked out over there was like, um, they play all their games at Pro D2 on a Friday. So, and they would give Saturday, Sunday off. And then, so Monday was training. Yeah. And then, so that would be like a gym session in the morning and then field session in the afternoon. Yeah. Tuesday was off. And then Wednesday was same thing. So um, gym in the morning, field in the afternoon. And then Thursday was captain's run. And if you weren't playing, Thursday was you just pop in and... One of the one of the it was like the assistant trainer. Even he was pushed out out of the squad kind of thing. <laughs> the trainer so he, got pushed so out. As well. And he was he was an English fella. Um, cool. he, he was he was the man, bro. Love him. Um, so he he was taking our sessions for the non-players in the squad. Yeah. And he was just like, ah, just grab a ball. Let's just go play some three on three basketball. Or, you know, just whatever. <laughs> just go. Just go get a sweat up. Like, he, he go get, get a sweat up, man. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so, so that was us. We'd Monday train. We'd have to train. Tuesday off. Wednesday we'd have to train, and then at the time Stephen Brett and a guy Huey Edmonds, who was the Australian, um, he was born in New Zealand but grew up in Aussie and represented Aussie. He was there as well. They they'd gone halves on a bar, in Narbonne, and wow. and. Uh, so we, we'd go in there on a Wednesday night, karaoke night, and we, the boys that weren't playing, which was majority of the foreigners, yeah, they would just get on the piss and just have a sing, have a laugh, Holy. and then turn up on Thursday and um, play three and three basketball, or whatever it was. <laughs> so you're actually some, living the dream. <laughs> some, uh, oh, that, uh, yeah, it, it was it was cool in that sense, yeah, but like, I know you, mean. I, Fuck, you want to be in there? Yeah, I'd put. I'd just put everything on hold here yeah. to, to take the family the over crack, and yeah. just give it the experience. By then, you know, Renee and, and the kids were back here. Um, so it's kind of, I kind of felt a little bit guilty if I had too much fun. 
Yeah, Renee's got the free know, wrangling, the free yeah, kids, yeah, and yeah. You're, you're sitting there playing a bit of free on free basketball. Yeah, <laughs> um, that, and that was on a Thursday. Beauty. Friday was a game, it was game day, um, and you weren't required if you weren't playing. But we'd we'd go and watch me and the boys. We'd go and watch, and and every now and then, like Pity would get a game. Yeah, Tealata, would he he played quite a few um, props. Are, yeah, props are worth their weight in gold. So I know the, the Kiwi yeah. boys rallied around you a bit, eh? When you, yeah. You know. Yeah, right. Yeah, a few things didn't go your yep. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, contractual side and shit. Contract was there. The money and and that and uh, they were they were holding money back and whatnot. But there was a car in the contract. And, uh, but um, Tialata said, "Bro, just use my car. Just take this. I'll I'll use a I'll use the Mrs. Car. You know, yeah. whatever." Yeah. So he gave me his car until things were sorted. The Kiwi boys all looked after each other. Oh, bro, hundred percent. And like I was the new boy, they had all been there for a few years, so they kind of knew how it worked. And yeah. bro, honestly, I I wouldn't. I don't know what would have happened if if they weren't there. Because I know you, I know you um, fellas are both pretty close to to Pity. Yeah, you even jumped on a few fishing trips with him for his yeah, uh, yeah. tiki tours there. Yeah, now yeah. we 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 got on real well, me and Pity, over there. Um, yeah. and yeah, he he was going through a, a few few things with two two different clubs at the time. Um, so it was probably yeah, it was good for me to have someone. And oh bro, it was it was hard to get there and see how the club. Was treating someone like pity. Yeah, yeah. And you're and, like, whoa, if they're treating a legend like that, yeah, like, bro, yeah, I'm like, like, whoa. Do you guys know that? There's, there's pity with you. <laughs> 2011, he did he. He was nudging seeds. Yeah, he carried the, when he was the fifth, yeah, the fifth string whatever. kicker, still smacking them over. And just pushing them to the side like he wasn't a part of the squad. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that's hectic. That's fucking. <laughs> that's cold, bro. They, yeah. they don't give, you know, they don't care. Yeah. But, but, but in saying that, bro, I've met some fucking cool Frenchies over there, bro. Yeah, some of them are fucking real cool men. Yeah, but if when you get offside with some of them, yeah, it's 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 fucking tough. But it's tough, man. There's there's yeah, there's, it'll be the same as every country. Eh? There's, yeah, yeah, there's cunts yeah. to deal with, and there's there's some good people over there. Some fellas are like, oh, I can't wait to get over to New Zealand and play some rugby, and yeah, I'll hit you up when I get over there. Like, fucking nice, bro. It's fucking you know good times in New Zealand. Yeah, you love it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hectic, you know. It only takes certain people to care or not care, eh? and it, it can make someone's time shit or can make someone's time real enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, well, I know another. We've been speaking about um Rodney and sub union a bit. To clarify for the listeners in that, Northland split up into some sub unions, and Rodney's a part of Wellsford, where Maddie, Tuck, and and Ranger and whatnot come from. So. I know you boys made the the team of the century there, yep. And um, including myself, that was a, that was mm-hmm. a low key mean honour. And um, I know your granddad was um in the team of the century. Or your great granddad, great granddad, yeah, was in the team of the century at, at twelve as well. Fuck, what an honour it would be to hit him with a short ball. Yeah, a one two cut. Oh, <laughs> you love it. Um, big one two cut. Yeah, yeah. We we the, like back in the back in his day. There's no there was obviously no footage of him playing, but you see the the old. Um, team sheets and that that Nana shows us and that and played against Is the it Lions. like paper like yeah like clippings old, yeah just like yeah. A4 printouts that folded in half of team the old on. the old game day sheets yeah, 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 yeah stuff yeah. like that um, when the Vi- uh, when the British and Irish the, Lions the Lions come over and played he played yeah. against them with with um, the Northland team and that which is it's mean and like you know she's got all the badges the little badges and stuff that yeah that you get you know you swap with the with a player and um no nah, that was pretty cool uh, seeing that stuff and then seeing like great granddad yeah named in your in the same team you know oh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy team of the century that's dope i was actually yarning to my old man last night about that that team yeah. and he was saying that back in the day back in the day puhoy and and all that over there because he was helensville yeah. great granddad so mm-hmm. back in like puhoy and that the, that, so that's so Helensville was part of the Rodney region. Yeah. True. So Nana tells a yarn of um, great granddad catching a boat over and then he catches a train from, where was it? Catches a boat to... Some train station. Catches a boat to Dargaville and then he catches a train from Dargaville to... To get the training. For training. And dudes are complaining about a car ride, eh? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, but... Yeah, speaking to the old man last night, he was saying that the like Robin Brook and that they were all from Puhoi, and they should have all been a part of that 
Oh, really? That Rodney team, yeah, because that was part of Rodney back in the day. True. Yeah, wow. so the Brooks. And That's that. good intel from Robin's your old man, in, eh? Yeah, Robinson's in that. Get a few bloody Ranfuelies down the old man, bro. He'll tell mm. you all sorts. <laughs> no doubt. Far out. Oh, and it's, um, what a career it's been. And the Wright brothers will be etched in there for history. And, um, what, what's, um, what's Nick, what, obviously Tuck retired this year. I know that would have been a tough decision, but um, and Matty, you retired a couple of years back. Um, how how you? We'll start with you, Matty. How are you dealing? How are you feeling? I know how much you loved being in the team environment. How how are you coping? I know you're probably to that stage where you you got through it, but was it hard at the start? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. Um, yeah, so I retired a couple of years ago, but I had that, like I said earlier, I had that uh, 2019 off, so played up until. Yeah, 2018, and then took 2019 off, um, which, like, it's kind of helped when I look back at it now, taking that year off and then came back for 2020 uh, to play the 50th and, and play alongside the Brothers Hundy, um, and then fully retired at the end of 2020. Um, it's kind of made it a little bit easier. Um, just going about life yeah as per but um yeah we I've got um yeah I've got a good job a yeah, good crew um and it's it's not rugby but it, you know we've got a team you know yeah. we and and you can you can take rugby skills like that yeah. team environment to because to your work I feel like golf would have felt filled a bit of a void I know yeah. I know you're getting pretty keen on golf and that kind of happened yeah. at the end of your yeah at the end of your career eh? and you're right um I, I reckon every Every rugby player will will say it, and golf, golf's that's the perfect sport yeah. to play. Once you retire, but you always think, oh, geez, I wish I played golf when I was a young fella, because yeah. it's so hard to get good at it now. Yeah, but you've got mates that have played it when they were younger, and they just haven't. Oh, I haven't played for six months, bro, and then they end up, you know, hitting. Yeah, they play star. You know, they used to play it for Northland back in the day. And yeah. No, I, I wish I played golf. Yeah, I wish I played golf when I was a young fella, but that that wasn't really a thing. It was soccer and probably didn't have clubs your size back then. They <laughs> 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 little tailor mates. Yeah, they were plastic. That was the only issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about what about you, Uncle? How, how's um? Uh, you're obviously only newly retired, but um, I know yeah. you're having some second thoughts for a sec. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess, I guess it probably might not hit you until the actual next honey season kicks off, but how are you feeling about it? Yeah, bro, it was... Like you said, I, I probably did have a, a couple of second thoughts um, early on. Um, but looking back now, bro, um, you know, when I called it, it, it was time, bro, and, and and I'm content with that, with that, that decision. Um, but it's still going to be hard, bro, like when I... When the the team joins up full time next year, oh this year it's going to be probably tough to see. Um, well, just to not be there, you know. Um, just because I love being around their their environment and 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 the boys and that kind of stuff, and I and I still love the game, but you know, gonna get back in different. Ways I know, now, I, yeah, and, and, and I know when, right? yeah. I know that you know my time was up um, in that jersey, bro. And there's there's a lot of young. Good young guys that are coming through now. So how did you know? How did you know the time was up? Was there a moment you felt that was it, that was it? Um, well, there's probably a couple way, and probably looking back at it now, it was probably last year's preseason. Um, you know, it wasn't the the easiest thing, and 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 so it shouldn't be. You know, like preseason's hard for a reason. And um and I just felt that, you know, I didn't enjoy that anymore, bro. Um, as as hard as it is to say, but um, over it. Yeah, yeah, just just time to move on, bro, and and look forward to other things in life. Hard, hard, indeed, yeah. bro. Yeah, I got I got kids and, and a wife and and stuff like that, bro. So, you know, there's there's more to life than than just throwing a rugby ball around and. And stuff like that, even though I love right. it, bro. Like I'll still play club rugby this year for for Wellsford, yeah. and, and obviously coach as well. 
Next five years, he told me. But <laughs> but my time in the Northland Jersey, yeah, yeah, bro. Ah, oh, bro, fuck. Famous last words. Yeah. <laughs> next minute, eh? Yeah, Injury replacement, Ross Wright's back out. Ah, bro, you can... Uh, Get the old goose on the blower. <laughs> yeah. It did look all good at club. <laughs> it's good, bro. You can, you can definitely, you know, put your career to rest knowing that you've done all you've done and you've achieved all those mad milestones same as you too maddie and um uh thank you for thank you for being on here lads you know especially out here in, in trev's house out mm. in the kaipara a place where he's um there's this rodney regions where you become notorious and uh you know the right brothers will be remembered forever all all the brothers and your sister and the fam um yeah no doubt bro and uh yeah thank you for being on here and um it only took a, a crate of spades and um, a few yarns to, to get you here. So um appreciate that. And um, well, any last words, boys, uh, to sign us out? Yeah, bro, I'll just say um, thanks for having us, eh? Especially out here at Trev's house. Right, buddy, peaceful. Um, bit peaceful. of a view behind us here. So um, it's been an honour to come on to your show, bro. Um, yeah, and I just yeah, wish you all the best in, in this podcast game. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll be listening. Yeah, um, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, like Tuck said, thanks for having us. Um, and yeah, out here, this, I know how much this place means to you. Um, you've spoken about it in your previous podcast and that. Um, it, it means a lot to you. So to have your first one out here with us, it's like, and that's cool, man. Ah, uh, bless brothers. Fates. You know, uh, um, it was a no-brainer to get the right boys on. I, a lot of people have actually asked me bits and pieces about the rights boys, especially especially Uncle Tuck because he's a he's a quietly spoken dude. So, and then everyone wants to know about Maddie as well. So, kind of it was perfect in the end day, and um, especially on Waitangi Day, what a what an honour. And um, no, I really appreciate it, boys. And thank you to everyone for listening, subscribing, all that shit. Nah. You just have a good Waitangi day, eh? Up the tunnies. <laughs> Up the tunnies. Up the fucking tunnies. <laughs>